The whole crew's back for season two. This is Dr. Jesse. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time. 19 hours, 45 minutes exactly. Universal Time, 23 hours, 45 minutes, 5 seconds. So many kinds, where can we start? We like them, US dumb, Naval and we Observatory like them smart. I like the ones with the, the pretty tone, eyes. Well, Eastern I like all kinds of guys. So, minutes, what happens? How about seconds. the ones we especially like? Which Universal one? Time. You know, the ones with the cars that go, I hear you. from coast to coast. The doctor is in. Hear anonymous experts with insider information straight from the source. Get the facts and judge for yourself at doctorwhoever.com. That's right. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. I'm sitting here with Jesse. How's it going over there, Jesse? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Doctor? Doing good. You know, we just uh, came back from Rio, uh, having a little staycation down there. Uh, went to see Penn and Teller, and we're, you know, disrupted with some COVID news. Uh, uh, our show was last night for Penn and Teller at 9 o'clock, and the mask mandate went in also that same night at 12.01 a.m., you know, for uh, today. Friday, July 30th. So today, July 30th, Friday, um, if you come to Vegas, you better be uh, bringing a mask. Hope you didn't throw that away. That's right, Doctor, whoever and I took a little staycation to, to figure out what is going on in the heart of Las Vegas. Uh, we checked out a few shows, uh, checked out one of the casinos. Unfortunately, one of the casinos was actually closed that we tried to go to. And like Dr. Weber said, the mask mandate is back for all of the all of the visitors that plan on having a trip to Las Vegas. Be sure to keep that uh, uh, that shot glass and the mask handy because you're going to need both. And if you're smoking a cigarette, be prepared to pull it up and then pull it down and then pull it up and then pull it down. It's ridiculous. Just keep a piece of gum or a sucker. Keep like a sucker with you all the time so you can like, you know, Seem like you're eating. It's like I'm eating. I'm eating. I have a sucker. You, you know, you get it. You know, you don't buy that. They're not gonna buy that. You don't think? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Um, something you can buy. Let's get into uh, this day in history. I didn't know this was gonna be happening today. I am. I am ecstatic to be a part of this. On this day by Britannica. Today we're looking On at this day. On this day, if you could have anything in the world right now, what would it be? Oh, oh more time for thinking. Why are there so many? 
I know I use this sound effect a lot to kind of make fun of people when they ramble and don't know what really what they're saying. I say stuff wrong sometimes on here. You know, it's hard to get the right thing when you're speaking out in public sometimes. But it's still funny to poke a little fun in. Arnold Schwarzenegger. This uh, sound effect is always good, I like to use. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, American politician and actor. He was born 1947. Speaking about incorrectly saying something, it's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Say it. There you go. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like yeah. a grenade. Yeah, like there's Arnold a G-E-R at the end of his last name. I mean, whenever I see an N and a couple G's, I get a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm all, I'm, I get a little scared. He's, he's Austrian, so it's, uh, it's not a little Austrian. It's like that beer. What's that beer that I don't like to order that you always order for me? Oh, the Modelo Negros? Yes, the Modelo N-word one. I don't do that. I'll let you do that for me. Well, back to Arnold Schwarzenegger and his name that is a little scary to say. Also, in 1970, Kristen, Christopher Nolan was born. I'm not sure who he is, but I know his name, and he's like a director, right? Didn't he do some of the big films, like... I don't know, some of the bigger films that people might know? I have no idea. Christopher Nolan. He's a, I know he's a British director, but other than that, I have no clue who he is. I know his name is comes up a lot, so eh, whatever, move on. Lawrence Fishburne, is that how did I say that right? Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. I'm not quite sure who that is either. Is that? He's, he's, a great, he's a great actor, he's been in everything. He's the, the Darth Vader voice, right? Is that him? Uh, I believe he was in... Uh, uh, Matrix, right? Oh, is he the Matrix guy? Okay, okay. Well, he was born in 1961, July 30th. And then also in 1956, the phrase, In God We Trust, legally became the national motto for the United States of America. So, I don't know if that were to be decided today in 2020. I don't think In God We Trust would be uh, picked as the national motto. But back in 1956, it was. So, there you go. That's uh, Britannica, and what's going on on July 30th Thank in history. Today. There's always more to read and discover at Britannica.com, where we have fact-checked stories of record. Links to more documents, sources, videos, and, of course, podcasts. I always love when I get perfect timing like that. My timing is getting better. I do like that. All right, let's get to some facts that came up today. Dr. Whoever's Flicky Found Facts. If they said it online, then it must be true. This is Dr. Whoever's Flaky Found Facts. Hey, stupid, don't believe everything you hear. You're listening to the Dr. Whoever Project. That's right, don't believe everything you hear, even if you hear it from me on the Dr. Whoever Project. But um, it looks like uh, over the weekend or over kind of the earlier week, there was like an 8.2 earthquake in Alaska. Did you hear about this? I did not, actually. Uh, NBC That's News reported an 8.2 earthquake uh, in the Alaska area. Let's see, tsunami warnings issued, the biggest threat, uh, tsunami in the United States in a long time. This was July 29th at 12.56 a.m. was the article. Um, let's say tremor shook for around 50 miles. Um, in this small town where only about 100 people live. So maybe not a lot of people felt it. That's why they weren't too terribly worried about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. At least it happened in somewhere remote like Alaska. Because an 8.2 magnitude earthquake in any major city would be devastating. That's what I was like. That's something you hear about in the movies, right? Yeah, like when the rock's saving like some fan, guy or somebody. Like fantasy right there. But yeah. so there was no tsunamis or 
anything that came from this earthquake? Is that what you're saying? Well, I guess or... it didn't affect any where anyone actually lived. It was a small like town, and wasn't really anyone there, and they were able to seek shelter. So it wasn't any major devastation. Wow, that's well, that's pretty fortunate that it happened in Alaska and not somewhere else. But yeah, I didn't hear about that, but that's pretty crazy. Well, they say though, like these earthquakes that are happening like that, if they're happening up there in high intensity, that means that maybe there's built up tension along different faults throughout the system and there could be, you know, multiple areas of friction, but what are you gonna do, it's yeah. earthquake. Well, I mean, there's so many different fault lines, they're not connected like that. Uh, but yeah, it, reading the article, is this, the tsunami warning for Alaska was canceled early Thursday, uh, so that's good to hear. In other news, Olympic news here, a country called San Marino, I pulled the article because I wasn't exactly sure how to pronounce it, uh, becomes the smallest nation to have an Olympic gold, or not Olympic gold, an Olympic medal. I think she actually won the bronze. I think I have a clip from this. Let's see what we got on this clip. Shooter Alessandra Perilli won bronze in the women's trap shooting event, bronze. bringing Olympic glory to San Marino for the first time in the nation's history, which includes 24 Olympic appearances. With a population of around 34,000, oh, wow. Sao Marino is as also the smallest country in history to win an Olympic medal. Zuzana Rehek Stefacekova of Slovakia took gold in the event with an Olympic record score of 43, while Team USA's Kaylee Browning finished right behind her with 42 to win the silver medal. The breakthrough is particularly sweet for the 33-year-old Pirelli considering how close she came to making that exact same history nine years ago. Perilli is 33 years old. She was born in Rimini, but at the time she chose to represent San Marino. Okay, that's something I don't get. Like, they, she's not even from this country, San Marino, but she's going to represent them in the Olympics. That doesn't seem to be fair. You should have to, like, live in these places. I, I've heard other countries there is happening. I think that's why we're getting that weird ROC thing for Russia, because they're just, they just make up something and just put it out there as a group. Doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to be right, but eh, whatever. She won the bronze, so congratulations to her. I'm sure these people are happy regardless, and I don't really care that much. What's it hurting me? Um, here's another one about Amazon. I know you think Amazon is great. I love Amazon too. Bitcoin's going up, right? You got some Bitcoin. Yeah, it is going up. It, it was down for a few months, and uh, it's finally rebounding back to levels it was a few months ago. Well, they're blaming that a little bit on Amazon. Let's see what this clip says. Well, Tim, take a look at this chart. It shows Bitcoin trying to claw its way back towards $40,000. Got really close this morning with the coin up as much as 15% to just about $300 shy of that mark. And that surge was apparently sparked by speculation over Amazon's possible involvement in the crypto industry. The company posted a job looking for an executive to develop the company's, quote, digital currency and blockchain strategy. Interesting. Okay, I thought that was neat. So more. like, they posted a job in the Bitcoin atmosphere and somebody saw that and was like, oh, Amazon must gonna be start taking Bitcoin. For all you know, they're gonna start creating their own Bitcoin. I mean, they could be doing anything. Who knows, like, who knows what they're doing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon did start taking some kind of Bitcoin or something eventually, uh, if it does become, like you can already go on certain things and certain companies will accept Amazon payments that aren't through Amazon, like Andrew Christian. You can buy Andrew Christian underwear through their website and still pay through Amazon, but you can also go on Amazon and buy it as well. So eh, it's one of those things. I'm sure they're trying to check all their boxes. 
But if it's making Bitcoin go up, I'm sure that's great for lots of people out there that have the Bitcoin. Yeah, I was just uh, noticing just today it's up, you know, 5.1%. Uh, so it's at $42,136. So it's, it's doing really well. It was on a steep decline. It was, I think, somewhere as low as like 31,000, 31, 31, yeah. 31,000, yeah. Ooh, and, it's, and it's kind of jumped back up. So good for us little crypto investors. That was so easy. That was easy. You guys lose it all. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on to Dr. Whoever's new, new news that you need to know. So we got Simone Biles explains what went on with her. Dubai uh, has some weird thing. They're shooting stuff in the clouds and making it rain. And then um, real estate market's taking a little bit of like a turnaround or a slide. I don't even know what you want to call it. And then Biden is calling on students to step it up. And the NFL is saying, shut the fuck up, get the vaccine. We'll hear more about that. And then Remington, the gun manufacturer, they're having to pay somebody $33 million. We'll get that in so much a destruction. Second. This reporter asks why. Local consensus places the <laughs> <laughs> uh, What am I getting so worked up about? I'm sure that by tomorrow, this whole ugly mess will be a funny memory. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. Wouldn't that be nice? We now go live to a reporter on the scene. All right, let's go live to the Olympics where Simone Biles is saying, hey, you know what? I just wasn't feeling it. Like, my body wasn't connecting to my legs. Um, she's calling it the twisties. Do you remember just a couple days ago, we were watching Ted Lasso and they referred to something called the yips that you would, I guess, never heard of. Um, but... I'd heard of it. It's about basically, you know, you you do all this, you do this thing, you do it all the time. You're great at it. You're amazing. You're a surgeon. You're a golfer. You're a g gymnast. Um, but just suddenly your brain won't let you do it anymore. And I'm not sure if this is the clip she talks about it in or not. I just have, uh, it says video three twisties. What do you think over there? Click it. Yeah, click it. Simone Biles is getting honest about what really made her pull out from the team and individual all arounds at the Tokyo Olympics <laughs> earlier out. this week. The 24-year-old athlete also hit back at some of the people who are calling her a quitter. She answered some questions oh, from her now. millions of fans who wanted to better Okay, wait, I gotta pause this for a second because... Hold on. Did you know breaking news? For me, at least. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. Did you know that she was the victims of the Larry Nasser guy, the uh, pedophile abuser of the gymnast people? Did you know that? Yeah, I did. I did not know that. That's I mean, I guess I might have known it, but I forgot. Or that's why a lot of people have had a compassion for her. You know, she's she's the most award-winning Olympian in history, yeah. and she you know went through all that trauma publicly, of being sexually assaulted or harassed by this coach publicly. I mean, yeah. so and you know, on top of that, like a lot of these Olympic athletes, you know, they train with their families, they travel with their families, mm -hmm. and with COVID. You know, they had to go by themselves. Their families were, you know, at home watching them on TV. So having not having that emotional Five support, family, uh, 
can affect somebody, especially in these high intensity moments where literally the whole world is watching you. She's just like in a fishbowl, you know? Alright, well, I guess she's gonna explain the twisties. I rewound it a little bit, but I wanted to put out there that she was a, uh, God, I already forgot his name now, Nasser, whatever. What was his name? Larry Nasser? Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser, the abuser that, didn't he commit suicide or is he still alive? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I get him and the guy from Philadelphia that was abusing all those kids in the showers, the football coach from Penn State. I get him and this guy, like, this gymnast got confused. They came out kind of in the same time, I guess, I don't know. Well, here, let's get back to the clip. Uh, Simone Biles, she's explaining a little bit about what went on in her head and why, why she didn't decide to ultimately compete. Especially for a gymnast. Simone also detailed that twisties can be induced by stress. The Olympian also shared two shocking video clips, which have since been deleted, of herself visibly struggling with her dismounts on the uneven okay, so bars she posted during practice two clips at the Tokyo Olympics. After this all came out, and it, basically they show her doing it, just busting, falling on the ground. And then there's another one, they say she had a whole nother rotation that she was supposed to have made. Because I'm like watching, I'm like, that doesn't look, like I said, my sister was in cheerleading and gymnastics, I've seen some of this stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, she's supposed to have like two other flips. And in a second clip, she falls to the mat after still needing to compete another half twist. Yeah, here it is, another half twist. Wait for it. Wait. See, you can hear her, she's like frustrated. I'm sure she is, poor thing. All right, let's go back to the twisties again. Not being sync. Leading to a back at some of the people who are calling her a quitter. She answered some questions from her millions of fans who wanted to better understand her suffering with a condition called twisties, which causes her mind and body to not be in sync, leading to a potentially dangerous situation, especially for a gymnast. Simone also detailed that twisties... Wait, these people could like break their necks or something all like, you know, I've seen some bad accidents when my sister is a cheerleader, like over the years and stuff, like they're throwing these girls up in the air, she's like flying all over the place, and, and she says in that clip at the end, um, you can't hear it very well, but she says, yeah, and there's, this is nice soft mat. On the, at the competition, that's that hard stuff. It's hard. Um, I mean, a lot of people need to take into consideration. Like, some people, you can't even go in public and like make a speech without getting nervous. And all these people, all of a sudden, are sitting on their couch eating popcorn mm -hmm. and stuff in their face with pizza, are criticizing Olympic athletes who've trained their whole lives that are probably in way better shape than they are. That's Telling for them, sure. Oh, yeah, you can do what's wrong with you. You're weak. Just get up. I was like, Just flip a million times through the yeah, air and land as you, perfectly. As you can't find the controller because it's stuck between your, your, your crevices. You know what I mean? <laughs> Eat your nachos, yeah, your spicy hot Doritos, then go have a spicy hot poop, and then <laughs> then you'll just feel bad about yourself like she does probably. But everybody feels bad about themselves sometimes. Maybe she's at the age now where she's already done it, she's there, she's like, I'm not going to risk breaking my neck and be paralyzed for the rest of my life just to please, you know, you people on TV over there. So yeah. I support her. If you're not feeling it, you know, you're not feeling it. Right, what else do we got? What else do we got? Oh, I have another clip that says Ted Lasso beside this one. Is this, this might talk about the Ted Lasso. I'm supposed to say that a lot. Just why I wrote it down. Not it. Shh. Wrong thing Shut terrible clip but I guess somebody recorded their screen it's basically he's him saying like you don't say yips you just say like the Y word or it's like yelling Macbeth in a theater saying Voldemort to Harry Potter 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. That show is great. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more about Simone and find out what the twisties are, just watch the first episode of Ted Lasso and you'll... The yips are basically the same thing. You're just not twisting. Um, yeah. I assume it's the same exact thing. Everything to add over there? I see yeah, you looking, I thought you the giggling. first show... I'm, I'm a big fan of Ted Lasso. You love Ted Lasso. So I was kind of excited to see it come back. Uh, first episode was alright. Not the best episode. I'm, I'm sure the they're, you know, they're building up for, for different episodes. But yeah, definitely check out Ted Lasso if, if you're looking for a new show to watch. It's on uh, Apple... Apple TV. Apple TV plus. plus. That's Everything's plus. Don't forget about it. Plus. Not minus. It's the plus. Okay. Um, all right. In further news, Dubai is coping with like 125 degree heat. I mean, it was 115 here one day. Um, they got 125 over there. And I guess they're using technology to make the clouds rain better. Uh, here's a clip about it explaining Dubai's it. Dubai's National Center of Meteorology has found a new way to make it rain. They're using laser beam shooting drones to generate rainfall artificially. Last week the country's weather service posted two videos offering proof of the heavy downpours in Dubai's streets. Here's how it works. The drones shoot laser beams into the clouds, charging them with electricity. The charge prompts precipitation by forcing water droplets together to create bigger raindrops, essentially electrifying the air to create rain. This past March, the BBC reported that the UAE was looking to test the drone technology, which it developed in collaboration with the University of Reading in the UK. Artificially generated rain is crucial because Dubai only gets an average of 4 inches of rainfall annually. Oh, wow. We thought it was this bad makes here. farming difficult and forces the country to import more than 80% of its food. It also doesn't help with the country's sweltering temperatures. I think this is similar similar to cloud seeding that we do here in our country where we kind of we do something where we put like negative ions or something in the clouds don't quote me on this um, we put like negative ions or something in the clouds and it makes it rain I don't know but this is something in a little sixth, bit different for example Dubai recorded a sweltering temperature high of 125 degrees Fahrenheit Dubai's rainmaking technology is not entirely dissimilar from cloud seeding which has oh, been used Cloud in seeding. the U.S. since 1923 to combat prolonged periods of drought. Cloud seeding requires crushed-up silver iodide, a oh, chemical used in photography, to help create water clusters in the air. According to a report by Forbes, the UAE has invested in nine rain enhancement projects over the last several years. We do need to figure out a way to make it rain more or something, I don't know. Total. I mean, the rain has the to come from somewhere, though, right? Doesn't it have to evaporate and then rain? So it's like, isn't it going to rain eventually, or will it, like, does it evaporate from the clouds and then not rain? Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying here? Yeah, I've heard of this process taking place in China. Like, they're, they're really working on some type of innovative processes to introduce elements into the air to, you know, create the hydrogen. Well, oxygen. this is, like, a more advanced, I guess they're saying they're using lasers. They're doing something with lasers. It's, like, even a more advanced technology with drones and lasers and stuff in Dubai, but it's similar technology, just it, more advanced. It, it kind of makes sense to me now that I've lived in Vegas and oh, like yeah. I'm going through this whole monsoon season, uh -huh. I've never been anywhere where it's so hot yet it rains. But you so also have a problem with where it's raining. Yeah, so I'm assuming where these regions yeah. that are, you know, share the same climate here in Vegas, that it would work and it definitely brings new re uh, meaning to make it rain. Make it rain. That guy was so clever. He, you know, he was like giggling himself when he said that. All right, well, that's enough of that. We'll move on to, uh, we got a little real estate news. We bought a house recently and it was crazy. We got in it right before it just got crazy. We literally got in 
locked in like a really amazing deal and free grand opening at a new builder and all this stuff. Um, got really lucky, but then stuff is like like soaring. Like pr prices have like gone so astronomically high. It seems like, but this month they are leveling off. Uh, it says pending home sales in the month of June did drop with the evidence showing that we're having a little bit of a slowdown, which is good. This can't keep going on forever and people that need to rent and buy, they need to be able to do that. Um, so I think people are starting to settle now that they've moved, but if, if we end up having a whole round of lockdowns and closures again and everything that might be coming, um, who knows what could happen again with people relocating in the, around the country that maybe they didn't do it last time, maybe now they're going to do it. I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on to that, you know, when it comes. And then uh, last news for the new, new news. Biden calls on students from campuses around the country. Uh, you know, there's safety and there's different sides of safety. There's safety about being safe when you're out partying, um, having sex with people, you know, getting in fights. And there's also COVID safety over here. And he was in front of a bunch of college kids trying to say when we return for the fall, let's be safe in all these kind of a ways, you know, let's try to avoid abuse and sexual assaults and also keep COVID at bay. Um, always good, positive things he's trying to say there. So applause to him. But it's just kind of, I think he was basically there for more talking about keeping campuses safe from the threat of abuse and assault. But he went on and threw in COVID and stuff too, just to make it a full, a full thing. Uh, I think we got two more stories, two more stories. Um, I got a clip for this one. So the NFL, I don't really know much about football, so I'm gonna let the NFL explain this clip. headlines more news coming from the nfl's latest COVID 19 protocols the league will reportedly fine unvaccinated players almost fifteen thousand dollars fourteen thousand six hundred fifty dollars for each violation of league protocols Ooh. violations include not wearing a mask in areas where it is mandated to do so or attending a crowded indoor event a spotlight was put on the punishment saturday morning following a report that buccaneers coach bruce arians would find his players Interesting. All right. And in further news, last story of the day, Remington, the gun manufacturer, has offered $33 million to the family of Sandy Hook. And, you know, they should. They should pay a lot more. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. It's a good starting point. Hopefully they donate to some kind of charities or some organizations. Some good will come from that. But we're going to take a break, and we're going to move into Dr. Whoever's LGBTQ plus LAMNOP news right here on the Dr. Whoever Project. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So like feminine, or are you more like male? Feminine. Yeah. I can already tell when you open your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. So it looks like almost to date there is uh, 1,000 LGBTQ plus individuals elected to local offices in every state in the country except for Mississippi. Boo, Mississippi. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. What's this clip say? Let's see what we got. 1,000 LGBT on this clip? Let's just talk about that. The Victory Institute's Out for America 2021 report found that the number of lesbian, gay, bisexual, 
transgender and queer elected officials increased by 17% in the past year, bringing the total number nationwide to 986. But the institute, which supports LGBTQ people running for office, noted that queer people make up 5.6% of the U.S. adult population, while holding only 0.19% of elected positions. To have the same proportion of queer people in elected office as there are in the general population, Americans would have to elect 28,116 more officials who are LGBTQ. Alright, well it looks like that's moving along in the right direction. You got uh, Pete Buttigieg. That's one name I can say right. I've heard it enough. I think I learned it from Donald Trump though. He would enunciate it so well. Buttigieg. So you kind of learned it. Everybody learned it really well. Buttigieg. Um, you know, well, he's transportation secretary. That's, that's pretty cool. I love seeing him on the news. He's cute. Moran is all bike around with a little helmet and stuff. But uh, moving on, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know her from Halloween, right? The Halloween movies. Her daughter, her son, not really sure. I don't want to, I didn't really look it up, but I guess they announced that they're transgender. Um, it just says announcing her younger daughter is transgender. So I'm not sure if he was a boy that's now a girl or a girl that's now a boy, but congratulations. Hope they're happy doing whatever they're doing with whatever parts they wish to have. Hanging or not hanging down there. Congratulations. Congratulations. I do love her. That's why she's on my... Just one of those people that I like. Jamie Lee Curtis. I've always liked her. Scream Queens. What else was she in recently was so, like, so good. She's been in so many things. But anyway. Yeah, she's, she's done a lot of stuff. Uh, I haven't seen any articles about is, what her daughter you said. I mean, I can click it. I have the article. I just didn't... To be honest, I was like, eh, interesting, but... Like I said, I don't really care either way. I mean, yeah, they're not a celebrity. There's no need for them to be in the spotlight. The only reason it's bringing people's see. attention is because, you know, her mom's Jamie Lee Cooters. Curtis, so. Cooters. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie slip. Jamie Lee Curtis is joyfully announcing her younger daughter is a transgender. The screen legend who shared two children with her husband, Christopher Guest. This screen is jumping all around. My goodness. Revealed an interview with AARP on Wednesday that she was... Watched in wonder in the pride as our son became our daughter, Ruby. There we go. Okay, awesome. Question answered. There it is. Making sure to note that she received Ruby's permission to share the news, Curtis said that the 25-year-old works as a computer gaming editor as and is engaged to be married next year. And she will officiate, Curtis said. The 62-year-old actor said her daughter's transition helped challenge her past beliefs that gender identity and expression are, are fixed. fixed. Explaining Explain that this that current stage, stage of, life of life is a constant, constant metamorphosis. metamorphosis. My screen is jumping all over the place over here. Yeah, That's why I didn't well. click it because... I, uh, I, Vegas has just got warning for another flash flood oh, warning and God. there's lightning. So I think there's playing with a lot of people's Wi-Fi. I just put everything screens. back on the patio. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the weather just for a second. I mean, I know it's like not something we really talk about a lot here, but so Vegas has a monsoon season yeah. and we're in the middle of it. We didn't really know that. And it's just raining and windy and crazy heat lightning. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, not it just comes for, out of nowhere. Not for the areas where it's like they're actually experiencing severe floods, but we happen right. to be in one of those areas where we're kind of just enjoying like the clouds rolling in and just gets like ominously dark. Yeah. And then, you see, you hear thunder, then there's lightning, and there's like just like downpouring of rain, like you've never seen. Like crazy. And then like after thirty minutes, it's just gone. It's gone and sunny yeah. and hot again. There was like I almost wrecked my car because it was just this huge rainbow that I could see from end to end. I've never been able to see a rainbow from end to end before, and it was like turned into a double rainbow. Eventually, it was like 
Yeah, and then two days later, the mask mandate came back, and I was like... Wasn't it, wasn't it that rainbow the day after we saw Leprechaun? I think it might have been. <laughs> it's a sign. That movie was terrible. Alright, moving on. Um, the baby is in the news, so... I don't know why some girls go out of their way to hate me. It's like, calm your ass down and come smoke a bowl with me, you weird-ass bitch. Shit, I'm cool as fuck. The fuck? All right, so the baby, the rapper, is back in the news. I didn't know he was from Charlotte, North Carolina. Did you? No, I, I did not know he was well, from, I knew North he was from North Carolina. Because you mentioned I didn't know that. Because you said he was kept on popping up in your North Carolina. Oh news. well, yeah. Well, I didn't know that until when we originally were talking about the problems with him he's having. I did not know that. Um, but I guess uh, Elton John, Madonna, and a bunch of other celebrities, uh, Questlove, they're all like, you know, giving him, giving him shit. Or nobody likes his comments he made. I didn't really hear them all. I'm, I'm not gonna try to like seek it out or anything, to be honest. Um, but I do have a clip from him, and you can tell me if you think this sounds like an apology or what it really is, because I don't, I, I'm having trouble like telling myself. Just, just weak ass internet shit one time and I'm gonna get back to giving my love to my fans. See what I'm saying? Cause what me and my fans do at the live show, it don't concern you niggas on the internet or you bitter bitches on the internet. It's not y'all business. You know what I'm saying? Like what I do at a live show is for the audience at the live show. It'll never translate correctly to somebody looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib. Is that his fire alarm going off? On his phone, which is the, know, that's the weakest. Wait, wait, wait! I need to go back. Regardless to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like what I do at a live show is for the audience at the live show. It'll never translate. Correctly. Yeah, I see a spike right here. I thought it was mine. I thought our smoke alarm was going off when I was pull, pulling these recordings. And there's a spike in the audio right here. We could clearly see the alarm going off. All right, but I want to hear. I didn't hear this whole thing. There's another minute of it. I want you to hear it and just tell me what you think. To be honest, I. I started listening to it. I couldn't understand what he was saying, so I wanted you to hear it and tell me what you think. A little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone. It just don't work like that. Like, you know, because regardless of what you motherfuckers talking about, how the internet and twisted up my motherfucking word, me and all my fans at the show, the gay ones and the straight ones, we turn the fuck up. I'm talking about my boy that was at the front of the stage left over there by where I jumped at. Ask him. He got clips all on his shit. The whole night was recording. We were turned the whole night. My boy had the crop top on, front row. Yeah, out there in that, in that jungle, in that water. Yeah, he out there. He's standing on the rail, got them cutting up. He know words. I saw him. I'm, I'm rapping them bitches with him. Yeah. The hell y'all talking about? Y'all niggas, shut the fuck up, you niggas. You niggas that wasn't that ain't at the show. The show is for the niggas who paid the money and, and took the time out of their life to come enjoy the show. Not you motherfuckers watching it. So he thinks he can say whatever he wants because the only people are gonna see it are the people that are at the show? That's a stupid excuse to So you're telling me like as long as I'm having a show, I can be racist with these people. Well, don't be a, speech. But don't you can be a, say whatever you want. Don't be offended. Don't be offended if, if you see it on the internet, you know what I mean? But don't come around asking for gay people's money and support your music if you can't if you can't appreciate that they're their so culture and respect them. Home. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't going on no rant. That's called a call to action. 
That's what that's called, because I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. So it's a call to action. You get what I'm saying? It's going to call to action. They're going to stop playing his music. That's what the call to action street. You want to know why? I couldn't name one to baby song. Like, I had to, like, you could have a lineup of a bunch of rappers, and I would never be able to take care of I have no clue. No clue whatsoever. nasty gay niggas. You know what I'm saying? They ain't no junkies. You know what I'm saying? On the street. Yeah, you talking about, nigga? Then I said, if you ain't suck dick in the rolling loud parking lot, put your cell phone light up. You know what my gay fans did? Okay, well, let's just... Maybe you should stop doing all this and change the smoke alarm. Correctly to somebody. All right, the baby. All right, all right, the baby. Um, I didn't pull the clip of his video, but I just wanted to, like, play it for a second for you. I guess he just launched this video what it's supposed to give and it's supposed to have some kind of apology i didn't watch the whole thing because it was terrible me it was awful like thought this was the gay ones and the straight ones well apparently this video has some apologies in it too ride together i'm gonna skip to like halfway through at least because it's just terrible it's one of the worst songs i've ever heard and i even like some of the baby stuff i think right i know how you goddamn haters look there's no sense in hating that, God damn it. Don't start hating now. You went hating when the motherfucker was living, God damn it. Now the motherfucker dead. Fuck the son of a bitch. Fuck him, God damn it, and fuck anybody. What is going on here? So this is a three minute, 30 yeah. seconds, and this goes on for yeah, another minute and a half. No and it's just like credits. And this, oh, you motherfucker. I mean, this is a music video. It is. But supposedly he uh, holds up some signs or something about like, oh, and he has like a girl like giving him a blowjob of like, a piece of board that's censored on it. I don't know. Oh, just talk to my CPA. Say I'm approved for my new black card. The caption said, The baby shot in North Carolina released a new video giving what it's supposed to give. On Wednesday, in the clip, he appears to address homophobic comments he made during the appearance at Rolling Loud in, in Miami on Sunday. Uh, along with adding a dose of sexism is what it says yeah i'm like eh, I'm, I'm like you let's wrap it up i don't really care that much i don't really really see like where he's going here with all this so yeah you know we'll get back into baby if he does anything else anything anything more interesting but that apology was crappy change your smoke alarm bro all right so local las vegas news master back so we got to just go and throw that out there now master back so don't throw your masks away you know they're back put them in your bag we'll get back to that later i'm sure um in other news a nevada man leaves a baby in a car we get a bus for the Raiders. That's pretty cool. A bus to get to the Raiders. And some BMXer guy from Henderson had a bad, bad day at the Olympics the other day. And I feel bad for laughing. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't laugh. This guy had a bad day at the Olympics, and I hope he's okay. 
hope he is okay. Let's go ahead and get into the clip. Clip number nine, I think is what this is, uh, Mr. Jesse. Clip yeah, number nine. Nevada dad leaves baby in car of 100 degree heat mm. to gamble at the Vegas casino. Mm. Mm. A man is facing child abuse charges after leaving his six month old son inside a vehicle amid triple digit temperatures outside while he Winner. went inside a Nevada casino to gamble, police said. The father, Mitchell Hooks, was arrested by North Vegas police officers after the baby was rescued during the July 16th incident. He is charged with child abuse or neglect and leaving a child unattended in a motor vehicle. Mitchell told me he shouldn't have done what he did and that he deserved anything that was coming to him, mm -hmm. Officer Osvaldo Cerda Guzman wrote in the police report obtained by Fox News. If it was News. during the day, the kid would have probably dead. went on dead. to say that there was no excuse for it and no reason for it. A woman informed security at the Bighorn Casino that a crying baby the was Bighorn left alone Casino? inside a vehicle parked sure. next to her. I don't know where that even is. When security personnel Must be like a little sketchy place that's not like a real casino. Down four inches, like one of those little said. dotties or whatever. All the other windows were up. They called the police department around 10.19 p.m. as he arrives at the scene. Serda Guzman's police body camera shows Sergeant Becky Salkoff pouring cold Guzman water on the baby's head as he Latino cries in an effort to cool yeah, him down. Salkif and responding to you don't hear too be heard like saying the child was still very Latino descent doing things Sarah like this. Guzman said really, he approached yeah. the I mean, vehicle and saw the baby with yeah, tears rolling down his face. Degrees, he noted the temperature outside was about 100 degrees with 14% humidity. When officers found her, they asked him if he was the owner of the vehicle. He allegedly responded by saying, I know I'm in trouble. I mean, you don't leave a dog to do that, you know? Well, moving on. So, Raiders, you know, Raiders are here. You know, everybody's like excited about the Raiders being in Vegas. You're excited. A lot of people are excited. We got some football here. We got a gay player. I'm, I'm more excited about that than anything, I guess. But um, something else excites me. You know, I hate traffic, getting into like games and things and all. Um, Vegas is actually going to use their bus to get people to and from. And there's multiple spots to pick it up from. So you go park at some of these casinos that are like kind of out in the outskirts. And then the bus will come, pick you up. Four dollars. That's it. Four dollars round trip. Two dollars to and from. That's that's good. That's Vegas. That's the city doing what they should do to help people get around. Like they could be charging like twenty bucks or something like that, but they're not. They're charging four dollars round trip, and I have to say that's good. Let's play the clip. It's really short. You went to the Garth Brooks concert. You couldn't have missed the fact that there was a big parking problem there. RTC and the Raiders are pretty well aware of that, and now they're working to fix it with a game day express service. It'll offer direct routes from five locations across the valley. Those are there on your screen now. They include Red Rock Casino, the M Resort, Boulder Station, Green Valley. Uh, the service starts with the first Raiders preseason game, August 14th. It only costs uh, $4 per person round trip. Now, people were pretty frustrated with what some were calling a parking nightmare following the Garth Brooks concert earlier this month. So that's pretty cool though, right? Well, they got that, they got the that way to get there. Uh, I mean, a little bit extra help, make it easier for people. That's a, a stadium taking action right away. Before, Before they people get mad. Before first football game, they, they've figured out they have a problem. Let's address this problem. Let's, you know, use every single resource we have, you know, the RTC. Not everybody's, you know, number one option for transportation, no. but it's, it's economical. And if you're going with a group of people all jumping on a bus, everybody's going to have Raiders gear it gives on. It gives you an opportunity to, to have an extra drink instead of worrying about True. it. I mean, Make some friends. Yeah. Make some friends about in your tailgate. Chat with someone, you know, uh, commiserate over 2020 while you're on the way to go see a football game with your mask on. But I don't know, man. They might not be doing these buses if, you know, 
with COVID, and there might be how many how many people are gonna be how many people they gonna let on the bus eventually? Like five. <laughs> we know, like the the remember the flamingo pool? They were like, yeah, you can only have forty people at the entire pool. I was like, what kind of nonsense is that? Like, we should start a segment. Let's play it by ear. Yeah, we'll just see what happens at this point. <laughs> All right, well, uh, moving on, this guy, BMXer, Connor Fields of Henderson, Las Vegas, Nevada. If you don't know, Henderson is a separate city, kind of south, east, southeast, east, it's east, southeast of the city in the Strip. Um, he was racing and apparently, you know, it didn't turn out that great for him. Let's play the clip. Heat number one in the men's semifinals, the third and final race. There are the point totals. If you're American Connor Fields, you're in a very good spot, sitting on just four points. So if he finishes in the top four or better, he's got his spot. Connor Fields with the inside line in the red, white, and blue. Bike number 11. He will get the whole shot. Big action on the outside and a pileup oh. as Connor Fields goes down, connecting mm. up with the Dutch and the French. Oh, he takes out like two other guys. Oh he is down for the count. He was the, you know, the the winner. I mean, presumed winner. They assumed this guy was gonna, you know, go go home with the gold, but he did not. The other guys, they're cruising along. They're going through the fields, and it looks like they're having to send out a stretcher. Um, yeah, here here comes the medics. It was right in the first turn. He crashed right at like right out the gate, basically. It looked almost as bad as that Tour de France thing with the crash. Like not as many bikes, but it looked really rough. I hope the guys are right. With Pelliard of Columbia finishing in fifth place, but right now all attention really turning to the defending Olympic gold medalist Connor Fields from Henderson, Nevada, going down hard in a big crash in the first turn, and he had no time to get his hands down. This was terrible. All right, well, Connor Fields, I hope you're doing all right out there. I hope you got back, or you're you know doing well in Japan and making a good recovery. Uh, we're gonna move into Doctor Whoever's pop culture news. Um, let me stop this video and we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back to pop culture news with Doctor Whoever. This is Hollywood, the most famous and most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. What does Hollywood look like? Well, starting from Hollywood and Vine, you're within walking distance of the famous Capitol Tower. It looks like a stack of records. There's the Hollywood Bowl, where you can enjoy the finest music in the world, under the stars and next to the stars. And I know you um, you appreciate Kanye West, I think, do you not? You know, like, for his musical talent? I used to be a fan of Kanye, not so much anymore. Not since his little, his Trump tirades. Oh, but, okay, that, that, that's, that's what, you know, lost lost it for you? I mean, he, he was kind of just out of it for a while. How do I mean, I don't really know much about him. I mean, other than the crazy things he makes, but um, crazy statements he makes. And the weird, what are the shoes called? Does he have some shoes? Yeezys. Yeezys, okay, yeah. I knew there was something with shoes. Um, well, I guess he's living at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Do you, do you, are, you, are you aware of this? Um, apparently Kanye West is just has an embarrassing residency in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium um, while he claims to work on an album. He's just kind of there. He did some kind of listening 
appearance where he came out and invited people, but he just kind of weirdly stood there and people took photos of him, played his album. Um, I don't know, I guess he's going a little nutty. But it does seem like, I feel like he gets nutty all the time. Um, isn't he kind of just like wacky? I mean, he has like a history of like having some mental health issues. I, I don't want to say that as a bad thing, you know what I mean? But he was able to seek some help, but yeah, I mean, he's been on a downhill. He's Kim Kardashian, divorced him. Um, I'm not sure he's, you know, having some issues with child custody mm -hmm. uh, with their kids. So, I don't know, but Kanye's been kind of a different Kanye for a while now. So, not really the biggest, you know, fan of Kanye anymore. Let's see what this is. I am a god. Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. <laughs> I just told you. That's who I think I am. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat about slavery for 400 years. For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? Oh, okay, well, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back from that. Playing on radio. Are you All right, moving on from that. Uh, you know Rebel Wilson? She's kind of funny. I like her. She lost 65 pounds. She's looking pretty good. Congratulations to her. And then, oh, boo, though, for Kelly Clarkson. She got a divorce. She's only on my radar, really, because I really don't like her at all. I guess she's a new TV show. Is she taking over for Ellen, maybe? Her TV show is awful. It might be one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life on television. But um, she's going to have to pay her husband $200,000 a month. After this divorce, it's I mean, a lucky guy. I actually like Kelly Clarkson. I oh. saw the I, I saw the TV show. wasn't my favorite. Her music is wait. Is this a new TV show? I mean, she has a daytime talk show. Oh. Um, she was doing The Voice for a minute. I don't watch that either. Big yes, fan no. of Kelly Clarkson, but this is ridiculous. X two hundred thousand dollars a month. I believe she's married to the ex husband. Uh, Reba McIntyre was married to the same person, the Blackstone family. Uh, oh, so Reba? I, I like Reba now. Yeah, Reba like. was her mother-in-law for, oh, like for, for a minute. So, now we're talking. You know, but Reba divorced the Blackstone Reba was her mother as well. Shit, yeah. I know that. So I thought Blackstone had some money, so this is kind of odd that she's well, paying well, him $200,000 a month. Maybe she has more money than he does. Well, she obviously has more money than, than he does, but man, come on now. That's, that's, that's a, that just shows you how much money Clay, Kelly Clarkson is making. Well, if you're doing a TV show like that, like a Rachel Ray, is she like a Rachel Ray kind of thing? I don't know if she's on that level yet. But well, I that's mean, the style she's doing. It's like her show. Yeah. It's, her, it's like it's Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson show, Today yeah. or something or whatever, yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. She's probably at least five, six. I'd say at least, what, between three and eight million i don't know how okay, so i don't know how valuable so kelly clarkson three is three million what's two hundred thousand dollars well a season 12. a season yeah it's still and like they they record those shows in like a couple months sometimes they do two a day you know i don't know well she's 
She's paying out, but I guess she's it's breaking point, it in. $2.4 million a year. Okay, that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, this guy's cashing in. But I mean, if he's accustomed to that kind of lifestyle, hey, maybe he helped her out throughout her career. Maybe he got her some of the deals. Who knows? I don't Whichever know. Whichever rich person was able to get that put into, like, divorce court, uh, the lifestyle I was accustomed uh -huh. to. The lifestyle, yes. I was so poor, then I was accustomed to all these luxuries. I can't go back to that. Please don't make me go back. Daddy, no. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> it is so true. What's a Kelly Clarkson song? Her big song from American Idol. What do we got? Kelly Clarkson Essentials? Since you've been gone. Okay, I know that one. Then I had to pay him $200,000 a month. <laughs> now he's gone. Wouldn't that be suck? That's like paying for a car payment that you've like totaled. Like you can't even, you don't even, you hate the guy probably. And you're paying him that much money a month? Oh God. I would have to just like have an accountant do that and never hear about it. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't want to know how it's getting paid. Just pay this fool until I find some way to murder him in his sleep. <laughs> Alright Jesse, do you have any desire to do the uh, top songs in the country or top songs in the world real quick? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to do that, and then we're going to come back on the Dr. Ever Project, and we're going to move into sports a little early. We're going to give you uh, all the medals that have been won by the U.S. so far. I know we've talked about some other countries, but we're going to get with the U.S. here in a second. We'll be right back on the Dr. Whoever Project. The Dr. Whoever Project, safer than an x-ray, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Dr. Whoever. What do you got over there, Jesse? So Billy Ellis has some new music. Uh, apparently, it's getting a lot of uh, some praise from some celebrities. Out What's there. the name of the uh, song? Um, I was looking for that. Don't see it in front of me. Let me check. Let me do a little quick little. All right. Search. While we're getting to it, we'll play a Jesse intro. While we're waiting for Jesse's top songs in the country. Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. So overqualified. So yes. the song is called Happier Than Ever. Um, Happier Than Ever. Yeah, then just to round off the you know, top few songs in the country, uh, we kind of got the same players we've been having for a while. We have you know, BTS oh, with uh, Butter. Not Margarine, but Butter. Uh, we have Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Good For You, at number two spot on the Billboard Top 100. And number three is uh, Dua Lupo featuring The Baby. Dua Lipe? With Levitating, rounding up the top three on the Billboard either. Hot 100. I have to say that if you paid me, like, if you told me right now you pay me $100 to, um, like, Name a song by any of those people? I cannot do it. But here's Happier Than Ever by Billy Ellis on the Doctor Whoever Project, Power 195.7 FM. <laughs> See if it actually plays. Oh, of course I didn't have this. 
in my system, so I wanted to download. Tell, as you can tell, God took every black person to sleep And this alright, this song sucks. I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. It actually goes really well with my uh, 10 hours of record sound that I play in the background to avoid any noise. Hear that in your headphones? Yeah. And now listen to it with this music. It's kind of nice with a record scratch in the background. You got anything with some energy behind it? Should I go to like the middle? This is a four minute song. Just four minutes to this. Talk about me listening to slit my wrist kind of music. Is this like new age 2021 slit your wrist kind of music? I'm just reading billboards. Go out. Love how to give you a hard time over there. Let's pick it up. We're at two two minutes thirty eight seconds. Cause you only listen to your fucking I don't relate to you. I don't relate to you, no. Alright, that's enough of that. What else we got? What else we got? What's another good song we got on chop charts right now? Play my favorite new song of the summer. Firewood crackle in the fall air, red dirt playing on the radio, big dipper hanging high up there, breathe in the backwoods and let it go. I ain't never been the church going tight. Can't quote much past 316, even though it's a Friday night. Church found me. Sitting here, drinking beer, talking guy. Alright, so total U.S. medal count. 41 total medals. 14 gold, 16 silver, 11 bronze. Alright, let's see if I can actually find what we got. So, artistic gymnastics, two medals. We got gold and silver, women's all around, women's team final. Basketball, we got one medal, women's three on three, gold. Diving, two medals. Silver, women's synchronized 10 meter platform. Silver, men's synchronized three meter springboard. Equestrian, one medal. Team dressage, D-R-E-S-S-A-G-E, -E. is that dressage? Well, they got one silver. Fencing, gold, women's individual. Shooting, they got five medals. Gold, men's 10 meter air rifle. Gold, men's skeet. Gold women's ski, silver mixed tin, silver women's trap. Skateboarding, which was new, which was kind of fun to watch. Um, men's street, we got a bronze. Softball, silver, surfing, gold women's. And then swimming, we got a gold, 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 silver, 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 bronze, 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 bronze. And there's one of my bronze down here with Katie Douglas, 200 meter individual. That's a lot. USA is doing pretty well, and Jesse is telling me to wrap it up because I am a little tired. It was a nice trip, but uh, we got to see Penn and Teller. There was a lot of rain. There was just like a lot of stuff that went on too. It wasn't just the trip. It was not knowing about masks and weird things were closed, and I don't know. It was just odd. Um, I. Can, can you talk for just a second about that weird thing you went to, uh, the protest about the mask mandate, and just talk a little bit about that for a second? Yeah, so... Alright, let me take a break and clear, uh, clear out this music, and we're going to come back, and I want to hear about that from Jesse, and then we're going to let him go, and we'll close out the show for July 30th. 
We'll be right back on the Dr. Whoever Project. All right, Jesse, so I think you got some breaking news. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. What do you got for us? Not so much breaking news, but, uh, you know, yesterday here in Vegas, uh, they're doing this thing where they're inviting the community, especially in predominantly black and Latino communities, to give their input on how, you know, the American Rescue Plan funding needs to be paid. And yesterday was kind of like my first experience where we had, like, a massive protest from Trump supporters that came in from obviously a different area to predominantly African-American community mm-hmm. and just decided to come in and, you know, scream about masks and we need hydrochloroquine and, yeah, I mean, don't vaccinate our kids. Just just complete insanity. Mm. And people, like, one lady was screaming hysterically like someone had passed away. Like, I can't wear a mask! It's, it's like literally like we're Trying in the midst of a pandemic and just the, the, the amount of craziness that's going on is just so sad. And, you know, I think the boiling point of the whole event was, was when one of the one of the ladies just so happened to be white compared wearing a mask to to being enslaved. Mm. And you're coming to a predominantly African-American community near the MLK Center uh, comparing wearing a mask during a pandemic to being enslaved for 400 years was a boiling point and we almost saw like a little race riot take place in a community center just look trying to give people resources and that you know how we can get them back on their feet with the money that's coming into the community and it's just so sad that there's just this divide in our country and you know this visceral disrespect for each other and not even be willing to have and, and engage conversation anymore. It's just people yelling. can't talk to one another anymore. Yeah, no. it's either you're on my side. I even saw you show, you showed me a little bit of a video you took because you were just kind of filming it to remember what happened because there's so much craziness. And at one point, some lady saying like, just she's basically regurgitating stuff she heard on Fox News. She's like, they're trying to teach our kids. Um, what is it? I already forgot. Critical what race theory. Critical race theory and all like she just literally it's like regurgitating material that they've heard on Facebook or Fox News or one of these other nutty, nutty websites or nutty news I networks. I mean, the, the sad part is, like, they're not from this community. Like, one of the women that organized this event, her name is Mindy Robinson, just so happens to be running for Congress in Congressional District 3, which is nowhere near the Parsons Center where this event was taking place. So you're coming into a community... She's trying to get attention. Yeah, you're coming into a community that you don't belong to causing disruption and not allowing the community members to actually get the information or put their input about how this money needs to be sent to help the residents of this area is not politics anymore no, this is this is, help. this is chaos and and creating as much hostility as possible now they came out and yesterday and said the virus is more transmissible which means you can catch it easier than chicken pox yeah chicken and, pox and people mean, and I mean, like, just to think that, like, people are putting, like, these restrictions on you just because they want to. Like, no one wants to wear a damn mask. Let's I was at the gym at the Flamingo, and yeah. it was uh, the day before the mask minute was going in, and I saw the lady. She went up. She went to this little storage room. She got the sign out. She was carrying out. I was like, uh, again, I go there a lot. They recognize me. And she's like, she's like, again, I was like, yeah, it looks like again, right? And we were just kind of shaking I mean, our heads. We, you know, she had her mask on, I had mine on. We were just, this was all mental communication. Like, yeah. just kind of like, this like, shake my head. We're really doing I mean, this again. Doctor, whoever, you and I have conversations about wearing a mask. We don't enjoy wearing a mask. But I also not. don't enjoy 
you know, I mean, the thought of getting sick or my family members getting sick. And so you kind of just do the thing. You suck it up. You put a face covering on. And you know what I mean? If you don't want to go out, you don't want to deal with it, you stay at home. You stay do, at home. You order from Amazon. You get your groceries delivered. You do the things you do to, to not have to go wear a mask and you just stay home. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's a once-in-a-lifetime a pandemic. And if we can't come together as a society, really, where does that put us in, for the future if we can't even come together during a pandemic? But what's going to happen is the people that are not agreeing, they're going to end up getting it. And guess what? They're going to end up getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical bills. And then they're going to be come crying to old Joe Biden to help him get out of the rut. You know, it's yeah. like... But my, my thing is, is unfortunately you have a bunch of vulnerable children that True. don't have the ability to get vaccinated and they're the ones that are going to be affected now. We're seeing kids end up in hospitals now and these are grown adults that are not responsible enough to take care of the most vulnerable population we have and the most important population we have, which, which is our kids, the future generation. So if you, and you know, it's the same people that won't pass gun reform to protect our kids in school. So mm-hmm. I'm not, honestly, I'm not surprised. It's the same people that take their ten- kids to a Sunday school class every Sunday and drop them off for free babysitting too, so they don't have to deal with them. But that's all I have to say about that right now. We'll definitely keep you up to date on what's going on. If you do want to stick around for two more stories, I would love to get your idea on um, clips 15 and 16. Let's move on to our world in politics checkup with Dr. Whoever. You need a dose of reality stat. Never fear. This is the Dr. Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at drwhoever.com. So Trump's tax returns, that's been a big thing for a while, but it looks like today Congress says, or sorry, the DOJ, Department of Justice says, Mm. You got to turn over those taxes to Congress. Here's a clip. Another uh, uh, another piece of news on your beat has nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with uh, tax returns and pre- former President Trump and the Department of Justice saying, "What?" I guess the question is, what does this mean? Justice says Congress does have a right to see his uh, Trump's taxes. What yeah, does this- that mean in reality? Well, this just came out. I think it means that Congress is now going to get its hands on Trump's taxes unless he can go to court and persuade them not to. But this is a long-running battle. There's a federal law that says the House Ways and Means Committee, when it's looking at whether to change the tax laws, can ask the Treasury to give them individual tax returns. They have to keep them secret. Uh, But the Treasury Department and the Trump administration said, no, we're not going to do this. There was a request from House Ways and Means, and they said, we're not going to do this because you don't have a legitimate reason to see this. You're not actually looking at legislation. You just want to embarrass the president. So, no, we're not going to give it to you. And in 2019, the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel agreed with that and said, this is uh, is, there isn't a sufficient legislative purpose. On second thought, (laughs) the Office of Legal Counsel says today, and this opinion just came out, that's not proper, that uh, looking extremely hard at whether Congress has the justification or not isn't what the law says. And the law says if they ask for it, they get it. And so the Office of Legal Counsel concludes here. I'll read this to you. We conclude Treasury must furnish the information. So that they're saying to the Treasury Department, you have to give Congress Donald Trump's tax returns. I think it's uh, five years tax returns from 
2015 through 2020. So Congress is about to get five uh, so years get of Donald Trump's tax returns. Is that really, is that going to show anything that we don't really already kind of know now at this point? Do we really like need that? What's, what, what, what do we, what kind of evidence are we going to get from that? Or is it just going to be finally that kind of look behind the curtain to see what was real and what wasn't? Or is this something they're going to use to try to go after the Trump organization? What do you think? I mean, this tax record is going to show a lot. It's going to show where money was, uh, depreciated for his assets or depreciated for his assets not to pay uh, taxes. It's going to show you what money, where it's coming from. It's from coming from any foreign investments. Uh, that plays a lot to do with you know, how he engaged with a lot of these international countries on the world stage. So I think we're going to get a good insight into you know the secret curtain of Donald Trump. There's a reason why he's been fighting so, you know, Hard to say the yeah, president. Unbelievably hard to not have. Most people would be like, have a book by now, but instead, there's other 20 other people that are making millions of dollars on books, and but, he's but gonna also, run out of all his money. But I think, and also thing is, what the tax returns are gonna show us is how much he's actually worth. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's you know completed his his net worth for quite some time. I think there's been little exposés with him making fake calls to Forbes and. Oh, you know, there has been, Mr. Yes, Mr. Yes. Trump is worth this much money, and oh, it's yeah. actually him himself on the phone calling Forbes, lying about how much he's worth. I think we're going to find out a lot so, of that stuff with uh, fake us, news. Yeah, he's definitely a man with a big ego. Go ahead, and that money he says he is, is going to hurt him go You are attacking our news organization. Can you give us a chance to ask a question, I do have one more Trump thing on here. It's a... Says uh, the clip says this is the most unhinged Trump Trump rant about the 2020 election yet. Uh, clip 16. Point in the speech, and it, it, I played a moment ago um, some of the this talk about a, a router. He went on a rant about subpoenaing the network routers that were used by Maricopa County's election division to oh, verify counting machines were not connected to the internet routers? on election day. Here's part of what he said, supervisor. Also, Trump's claiming that these routers or something were connected to the internet. There was some, like, hacking from Venezuela. <laughs> the county has, for whatever Ooh. reason, also refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers. routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Who's Wendy? The routers. Routers. Come on, Kelly, we can get those yeah, routers. Those Kelly. routers. You know what? It, we're so beyond the routers. There's so many fraudulent votes without so the routers. If you got those routers, what that will show, and they don't want to give up the routers. They don't want to give them. They are Just fighting the like hell. Then, so they Why are these commissioners fighting okay. not to give the routers? So your board has said because the they don't want to like play with him. He's so stupid. Oh, all right. Uh, I got one more stupid one in the news. Uh, you know Jim Jordan. Right, you guys are also ignoring the facts of what we all saw and what we all heard. Where's Jim Jordan from again? I forgot. Uh, is it like Arkansas? I think he's a doctor too. On January 6th. And that's when bloodthirsty Trump supporting rioters stormed the halls of Congress, beating police to within an inch of their lives, forcing lawmakers to run for it. Or maybe it's not that they're, you know, ignoring them. Maybe they're scared of them. With the select committee threatening subpoenas, does, does this guy seem nervous to you, uh, Jim Jordan? Ohio. Did you speak with President Trump on January 6th? All right, so Jim Jordan is from the great state of Ohio, Ohio's fourth congressional district since 2007. James Jan Daniel Jordan 
American politician, U.S. House of Representatives. So he's not a senator. He's a congressman. It's hard to keep track. It really is of all these. There's too many crazies now. Senator, congressman, whatever. Crazy's a crazy in my book. Does, does, does this guy seem nervous to you? Uh, Jim Jordan? Did you speak with President Trump on January 6th? Yeah, I mean, I speak. I, I spoke with the president last week. I speak with the president all the time. I spoke with him on January 6th. I mean, I talk with President Trump all the time. And that's that's I don't think that's unusual. Uh, I would expect members of Congress to talk with the president of the United States when they're trying to get done the things they told the voters in their district to do. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of amazed sometimes that people keep asking this. But of course, I talk to the president all the time. I talk to him, like I said, I talked to him last week. On January 6th, did you speak with him before, during, or after the Capitol was attacked? Uh, I'd have to go. I, 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 I spoke with him that day after, I think after. I don't know if I spoke with him in the morning or not. I, I just don't know. Uh, I'd have to go back and. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know uh, that when when those conversations happened. But um, but uh, what I know is I spoke with him all the time. When I say I do not, you say recall. I do not. Recall. I do not. Recall. Well, Jim Jordan apparently might as well just say I do not recall. Do you remember this? This was Jeff Sessions' defense back then. You know. He was like, I don't know. When? What? What are you talking about? I don't know these calls. Yeah, what? You said that a lot uh, during testimony. Now, do you really not remember meeting with George Papadopoulos about Russia? Well, you know, Colin, I've, actually, I've had some memory problems stemming from a childhood trauma. A childhood trauma? Well, what was that? Or oh, the passing of the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to ask you some questions now. Well, apparently Shakira is in some trouble in Spain. Uh, Spanish judge seeks tax fraud trial for the pop singer. Uh, apparently she's had some issues before, a couple years ago. They were singing her for tax fraud, but looks like they're actually gonna, you know, come after her. So Shakira better watch out for her and her, I think, uh, I think she has a soccer player boyfriend. Um, what is this, Clip 14? Pop music icon Shakira may be tried in Spain on tax fraud allegations. Spanish judge on Thursday said that an investigation had found, quote, sufficient evidence of wrongdoing to proceed. Prosecutors in Spain... That's what you think. Failed to pay up to like, I don't know how it works over there, but I mean, do you think she would let herself, like, not pay taxes on $17 million or some kind of mistake or what? I mean, Shakira is a global superstar act. She, I'm sure she has multiple IRAs looking over her taxes, so it's definitely going to be a lapse on their account. To I mean, yeah, we don't know what works over there. When I first yeah. read the story, I thought it was here, I mean, yeah, she, but Shakira, it's not, it's over there. Yeah, Shakira does live in uh, Barcelona. She, mm -hmm. Her fiancé plays for the Barcelona soccer team. Oh, no, I was right. Even though she's originally from uh, from Barranquilla, Colombia, mm. uh, she, she does reside in Spain, so I'm not really sure how the tax rules work out there, uh, but I'm sure it's something she's going to get straightened out. She's a you know global superstar and people love her all, all across Latin America. So it's definitely something that's going to get worked out, I'm sure. Well, nice. All right, well, thanks, Jesse, for hanging out with us again. Appreciate it so much. If uh, you need to head out, do whatever you need to do for the rest of the day, I think it's all I need from you. Well, thank you, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right, appreciate it.
Bye bye. I'm gonna turn off all of Jesse's microphones so he can move around. Give me one second, and we'll be right back on the Doctor Whoever project. I do love Shakira. Some of her songs are really fun. I like this one. It's from like the Disney movie Zootopia. It's called Try Everything. I think it's a good concept. You know, we all we should all try more things out there. Be more be more childlike and adventurous. Well, hopefully Shakira wins this fight and she did not mess up with her taxes. Um, we're going to rev back into... Um, oh, it is 6 o'clock. Thank you, computer. We're going to go ahead and get into It Sucks to Be News. Um, you know, sometimes you have a bad day. Like, it sucks to be me right now. I got to wear a fucking mask everywhere I go, you know, in Vegas. I'm not even going to go back to the gym. I got my... I, I got like a home gym almost completely finished right at the end of the quarantine when everything started to open back up again, but I'm glad now I can go out there and use it. I'm just going to cancel my gym membership. Just live like a hermit maybe for the next like couple months until they get all this figured out. I don't know, but at least I got my studio in my house now. I can come up here. I can do this. I can, I can have this done and not have to worry about going anywhere else. So I don't know. I'm just going to look on the bright side and try to find ways to make good uses of this time when I can't go out to concerts or bars or things like that. Um, I guess you still can right now, but like, what's the point? What's the point is paying for, like, I'm supposed to be checking in on Wednesday to the Paris Hotel for a couple of days here in Vegas, just to chill, do some work from the hotel, um, hang out at the pool a couple of days, do some videoing, do some interviewing that I need to do, uh, have a couple of events out there in that area, but I'm not even going to do it anymore. I canceled it. I mean, what's the point of going to the pool? You have to wear a mask the whole time unless you're in the water. It's ridiculous. I mean, eh, it's just not even fun when you have to do all that, in my opinion. Um, but we're going to get back to sucks to be me, sucks to be you, sucks to be whoever on Dr. Rever Project. We'll be right back. Sometimes we come last, but we did our best. I won't give up. So according to a news article right now, ex-Cardinal Theodore McCatrick, he's going to be the first Catholic priest, I guess, to be actually convicted, I think. Um, this happened in the 70s. He apparently assaulted a teenage boy during a wedding. Um, we're going to try to get into that here in a second. And then we already talked about Shakira. She might be going to jail for not paying her taxes. Who knows? And that full house girl that's all like bible and stuff, apparently she did something real stupid. Uh, we'll come back into that in a second.
So apparently Candace Cameron, Burr, or Burke, I thought it was Burke, but Camus, whatever, Full House Girl, the oldest one, she's apologizing for some like seductive video um, where she referenced the Holy Spirit. I guess she was listening to some song by Lana Del Rey, I believe is what it was. Um, I'm not, to be honest, I don't know who Lana Del Rey is, um, but the song is called, I don't know what the song was called. What was this song called that she was like made fun of for referencing because i guess she's like one of those bible-y people um i think she's married to the other guy that's really bible from like growing pains and she was just kind of singing along on a tiktok to this like kind of seductive ish song um and then she holds up like the bible at the end and it's like hey yeah remember to read the bible guys i don't know if that's like the best choice but seems just kind of like silly in her part and i guess she got called out got embarrassed so eh, the 45 year old full house star uh released an apology i mean i, I mean you can't be all like seductive about jesus what is the actual uh, let's see the the headline says candace cameron burr it is b-u-r apologizes for a seductive post that referenced the holy spirit i usually don't apologize for things but a lot of you thought it was weird, and I'm sorry. Well, she's sorry. Um, whatever. Hopefully it's the last time to hear about her ever again. Alright, we're gonna move on to food news, because there's something that looks fucking delicious in, uh, food news right now. So we're gonna, we're gonna come back to that here in a second. It's hard to be healthy on the Doctor Who Ever Project. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day, Another day. All right, so Taco's coming out with some kind of like crispy chicken tacos. Honestly? Oh, I'll sit again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? So, you need another copy of those two? Holly, stop playing games and lying to me. I've had some trouble with cravings still, and it's just a repeating record in my head that plays over and over and over. Eat the crispy chicken. Eat the crispy chicken sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. I want chocolate. I want chocolate. Is that good, Mr. Krabs? Is that how you like it? All right, well, Taco Bell is about to be the next crispy sandwich uh, person entering the war for the for your taste buds chicken sandwich love. Uh, the headline says, Taco Bell's crispy chicken sandwich, Taco is living rent-free in my head. Will the, will the oldest, will, will the oddest competitor in the chicken sandwich wars actually win? Um, it looks delicious. It looks like almost like a little pita bread thing. Crispy chicken, some jalapenos, and some like yummy looking sauce on there. It doesn't really look like Taco Bell other than the shape they have, the pita bread or whatever it is in. It looks like, actually looks pretty freaking good. I did have the Burger King chicken sandwich uh, this past week. It was amazing. Like... You're gonna have to really like work now to like get people to come to Chick-fil-A or Popeyes if it's like out of their way because some of these other people's sandwiches like Chick-fil-A and um, Burger King might be just as good. I love hearing the sound in my head. It's so like interesting to listen to. Take all of the secret formulas. 
Was that good for you? Well, that chicken sandwich is gonna be good for me or chicken taco, whatever it is, I will eat it. Well, thank you Taco Bell for giving us a chicken sandwich. It looks like it's coming out in February. I don't know, who knows? We'll get to that, it might never even come out. They're sneaky, sneaky sometimes. Um, moving on to food news, talking about chickens. Uh, the US can't even handle all these chicken sandwiches. Um, chickens can't hack eggs fast enough, it looks like. So uh, if you see chicken sandwiches prices going up, it's because everybody's making a chicken sandwich because everybody wants a chicken sandwich. Um, beef, people aren't eating beef as much. People aren't drinking milk as much. People want chicken sandwiches and nut milk or almond milk or whatever substitute milk it might be. Um, we're gonna take a break for a second so I can catch up and figure out where I left off with a Mr. Jesse. Let's play a dumb Jesse intro. This is the Dr. Whoever Project. Hang in there. Jesse, he'll never say his real name on air. But listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. I do. I love how Jesse comes on. He's so overqualified, but he participates so well. Such a wonderful addition to the Dr. Forever crew. All right, we're going to move on to our tech science space news segment. Um, so a YouTuber says that he got an Audi to go take it to like a flood relief um, area for uh, in Germany and Audi Volkswagen Group of America like scolded him for using it for that set of like taking it out on a race. Um, the YouTuber says that they scolded him and just said it wasn't a, a proper purpose for the car. I find that a little hard to believe but hey I'm gonna believe this guy. Maybe they just thought it was gonna be used for a different purpose. Maybe if he would have said that's what he's gonna use it for they would have given him a different car or something. I don't know. I used to work for Volkswagen Group of America when I lived in the DC metro area. That's where they're headquartered out of. Um, I just find this a little hard to believe. Something must have not, there must have been some I's not dotted, T's not crossed in that. Um, this is another story. It's, this is more into sports, but Conor McGregor, I guess, posted some weird, like, tweet. I don't really follow him, um, but I guess the people were saying it's some kind of cry for help. Um, Conor McGregor's tweet says on July 27th, 519, Twitter from iPhone. COVID is good and father is evil, question mark. I don't know what that means, but it was in the news, so I thought I'd throw it in there. Maybe somebody else knows what it is more than I do. I do not know. Uh, on to science news. A long-acting HIV prevention drug may be the key to beat the epidemic in the USA. So it looks like we're taking um, like pills like every day, like vitamins or whatever, or kind of supplement, supplement you might take every day. Uh, a lot of people that have certain issues like HIV or maybe cancer, I don't know, immune issues, they might have to take a pill every day, kind of like a birth control a girl might take. Um, but recent work has come out to show that they might be able to get like a injection or some kind of implant similar to they use for pregnancy to also help prevent HIV and ultimately AIDS. So that's great. Claps for that all around. Um, I think we got like one or two more segments. Let's see. Let's go and move on to, uh, let's let's skip sad, mad world today. Uh, nobody wants to hear any more sad news. All that nonsense about the uh, mask is sad enough. I don't know if I can handle any more sad news. Ugh, God. Let's get into some fun, all right? Let's, 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 let's take a chill pill. Let's, uh, we're going to take a chill pill, but we're going to get right back into North Carolina Silly South News right here on the Dr. Whoever Project. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world, but North Carolina. 
Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I'll fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? Well, the way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just some mountain talk. Well, it looks like uh, only about 20% of state Republican legislators in North Carolina are actually vaccinated, and some of them didn't even respond. Um, most particularly Republicans say that they only have 20% or less, and they don't really even care because they're not, they didn't even want to answer this poll really when uh, they sent it out, so that's fun. Yeah, I, I'm so tired of talking about COVID, but it's like it just won't go away, so you just have to, you know, even the legislators in these states aren't even vaccinated, and, you know, you expect people to go out and do it, and it's just like, I don't know what to do, people. Don't do. Um, all right, moving on. Why is everything so sad on this today? Uh, a man and a woman. Now, we're going to hear this. This is funny. Joe Biden's riding his bike and leading the country quite well. This guy's running around with pants that look like he, he pooped in them or something. It's weird. And by the way, didn't, didn't, he steal, didn't he steal a lot of money from... Oh, my God. Don't forget to take your meds. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com. I'm ready for some happy news, like some happy news from for a change. Ugh, looks like a man and a man who worked for a sheriff department in North Carolina in the Asheville area. Um, he kept his children locked in a room for days and wouldn't even let them go to the bathroom or feed them. Uh, the door was shut, locked. They nailed the windows shut. Even uh, the man Matthew Anders of Anders Loud, he's 36 years old, and the wife, 39. They face multiple counts of child abuse, and they should rot in prison. Uh, and for the news, Charlotte, North Carolina, Gabby Cummings, she's set to run some Olympic hurdles this week. All right, all right that's good. I like that. Uh, she and a fellow Charlotte resident and hurdler, that's a fun one, hurdler and a cook rule are in Tokyo. Um, they're Mallard Creek graduates. All right, I know where Mallard Creek is. All right, they're Mallard Creek graduates. Um, so congratulations to them for being there. I uh, wish them all the success. Uh, I'll check up on them. I'm sure if they, if they, I mean, if they, if they win a medal, I'm sure it'll pop up in the uh, in the news. So we'll keep you updated on that. And then let's see. Um, oh, dozens of coronavirus cases in 17 states are now tied back to a summer camp in North Carolina mountains. Officials say at least 17 positive COVID-19 tested reportedly cases have been linked to campers and staff members who were at the Wilds Christian Camp and Conference Center from June 28th to July 17th. Of course, it's a Christian camp. Doesn't surprise me. Um, what we got? All right, here we go. It's finally some fun. All right, a new Panthers player got a speeding ticket on his way to the training camp. Uh, Denzel Perryman, um, who arrived at Woodford College on Tuesday morning, already wearing his helmet, and he got out of the car and be like, hey, I got a speeding ticket. Who wants to help me pay for this? And I guess he asked like one of his uh, friends who just signed like a multi-million dollar contract or something. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, we're already kind of into sports, so let's move on. Let's continue with sports. You've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, very fitting. <laughs> that's that's kind of gay. But, uh, All right, so Justin Bieber sent a great message to Simone Biles, offering her lots of support. And Seasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball. Justin Bieber apparently said, when what you normally love starts to steal your joy, it's important we take a step back. 
good advice. That's what it's all about. Lifting love one another. The moment you get discouraged, it's the moment you will break. We didn't come all the way here to fight safe. So this is what we do. We fight for more things. So we got this. Right? We want to get that ring. We just can't wait to play. Feels great. Bye bye. Okay, late break. Here they won! Yes! The doctor's little project safer than an expert, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. Uh, so apparently, uh, some other people are going crazy about winning. Um, I think right here we have a, a, a swimmer that won gold. And you got emotional. You, you, you reached the dream. How does it compare to, to what you thought it would be? Um, I don't know if it's really set in yet. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of hurting. Uh. Uh, this is Caleb Dressel. He shares a moving moment with his family after winning gold in Tokyo, uh, July 29, 2021. But it's a, really, it's a really tough year. Um, he is cute, too. It's really hard. So to have the results show up, I mean... It, it really came together, so I'm happy. Well, we all know family and friends cannot be here, but got a few people who want to talk to. Oh, this is so cute. Oh, she's adorable. Oh, he's crying. They got a split screen where they're showing him. And his wife is so happy. They look exactly like what you would think an Olympic couple would look like. I'm going to cry for him. Adorable. They can hear you too, so if you want to talk, you can. Uh, love you guys, thank you. Love you guys. We're so proud of you. Hey, congratulations. You've got people at home who could barely watch the finish, but they're loving this. Congratulations. That was, that was adorable. His mom and dad put in the floaties back in the day is all grown up. <laughs> he is an Olympic champion. What a race for Caleb Dressel. Well, congratulations, Caleb Dressel. That is uh, pretty freaking amazing. Uh, the star, United States swimmer. I'm going to read the whole thing just so we uh, stay consistent here. Uh, the star, United States swimmer, took home the gold in the men's 100-meter freestyle final. It was one of the most thrilling events of the Tokyo Games thus far. Dressel, the greatest American male swimmer since Michael Phelps, was the favorite in the event. He ended up just barely taking first place in epic 
fashion as we all just saw. Well, that is, that's good. That's an inspirational story. I always like to end with something inspirational. I was going to talk about Penn and Teller, um, but I think I might just end with that and we can use Penn and Teller fire eating that I uh, saw at the Magic Show for uh, for something else. Okay, late break. Here they won! Yes! They won it! They won it! The doctors never Yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Fury. Alright, if you hung out for the whole thing, appreciate it so much. Give us a follow. I do post uh, two shows a week. Maybe Tuesday, maybe Thursday. Sometimes I record it on Tuesday, and it gets uh, pushed out on Wednesday. And then same thing, it might not pop out till Friday, but I usually do uh, two shows a week, and then I try to catch up on the weekends if anything got missed. So give me a follow. Uh, we are on season two, so it can only get better from here. Hey, again, this is Dr. Ever Project. Share your story. No one's going to share it for you. When I say I do not, you say recall. I do not. The whole crew's back for season two. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. Okay, bye bye.